Welcome to Bees, a podcast by Blinka and Eve. Today's quote is, If you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change your attitude. Maya Angelou. Wow, we stand a poetic legend. She's a great person. I love her. Now, today's topic is very significant in all of our lives. Yeah, I'm assuming we all have dealt with mental health at some point, right? We specifically wanted to talk about stress and anxiety, which is something that the IB has its students master. <laughs> Just kidding. Unless... <laughs> we don't want to get sued. So anyway, <laughs> we hope that you can learn something from this episode about how you can maintain your mental health. And maybe we will learn something too. Ha ha ha. We need it. <laughs> so first... What is mental health? We we tend to use this phrase a lot. Mm-hmm. Usually, I don't. I wouldn't say we throw it around, but it is very significant, and it's brought up a lot in maybe not in everyday life, but definitely in everyday life. Yeah, I know that was contradictory. So, please, <laughs> what is mental health, Bianca? So, mental health is emotional, social, and psychological well-being. Wow, that's got a lot to cover. Yeah. Because you've got the emotional, the social, the psychological. That is a lot of factors. So I guess that makes, in a way, that makes it hard to define personally. Mm-hmm. You can, and there are a lot of, like, there's a lot of overlap between the three, like a Venn, a Venn diagram. diagram. <laughs> yep. Because you've got some that are emotional and social, and then mm-hmm. maybe social and psychological. Anyways, the point is you can mix it up. Yeah. And a Venn diagram, I guess, is a good way to visualize that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mental health is prevalent always. Yeah, it's, it's always it's always around. Yeah. It's always maybe yeah. being talked about or maybe silently thinking about it. It's mm-hmm. it al- it always has a part to play yeah, in you know, daily life. Yeah, exactly. Like everyone struggles with mental health. Yeah. It, at least some point. Yeah, like it depends on what's like the scale, you know, like how much yeah, there's a, there's a level of severity between yeah. different people, and everybody deals with it in their own way. Mm-hmm. So they don't necessarily, not everybody necessarily feels it in the same way, but they do. It is there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is present. Mm-hmm. And it's especially it's especially more of a struggle when you're young and your brain yeah. is developing and you don't understand anything. Like, yes, I can relate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And did you know that an estimate of 10 to 20% of adolescents globally experience mental health conditions, yet this remains undiagnosed and untreated from the World Health Organization? Wow, that is some, yeah. those are some interesting stats. I know, right? It's yeah. crazy to think that a lot of people don't even realize that they have mental health problems. Mm-hmm. So they don't get treated. And yeah. that's not good. It's not good because people deserve to be helped Yeah, like, in a way where they can live to the fullest mm-hmm. of life's experience. Like, obviously, mental health is something that it can be a struggle, obviously. Because yeah, it impacts how you interact with the world yes. on a daily basis, right? Yes. Yeah, it can be very stressful. And another problem with that is that mental health, there's like a heavy stigma 
surrounding mental yeah. health where people often feel like um, it's not okay to talk about mental health and it's mm -hmm. something that everyone, most likely everyone, yes everyone, yeah. <laughs> experiences at least at some point in their lives mm -hmm. and stigma is actually really like greatly associated with mental health. Like if you Google stigma, it will usually come up with a lot of information about like stigma and mental health, even if you just use yeah. the one word. Mm -hmm. it, it was actually very interesting preparing for this podcast. Yeah, that that's true. This made us realize that we experienced like maybe a stigma when we were younger. For example, like in back in my old school, if you went to therapy you were seen as like crazy no only crazy people go to therapy only crazy people have yeah. mental health problems the unstable people yeah yeah like therapy is completely normal but even like as people have like talked about therapy like the conditioned response and thoughts is always like you're going to therapy yeah I don't know, it's looked down upon, even though it's a mm -hmm. healthy thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, also, like, the use of words that kind of bring others down. Yeah. So, like, imagine that someone already is struggling with mental health problems, and then they hear other people telling them they're, that they're crazy. That will only impact even more on their mm -hmm. mental health, right? Yeah, or also, like... When people who are like, oh, I have this problem, and someone is literally like, oh, just don't be sad. Like, oh, just yeah. snap out of it. You're fine. Or yeah. everybody feels this way when, like, maybe mm -hmm. they do, but that doesn't mean that a person's experiences are less valid. Yeah, exactly. It just means that, like, everybody, like, of course, nobody exactly feels it in the same mm -hmm. way. But, like, in telling somebody that it's normal, that everybody is like that, and that it's not something to worry about, or... Yeah. It invalidates what mm -hmm. they have said and it really like shuts a person down when they're yeah. trying to look for help. Exactly. And that that's exactly why most of the mental health problems in teenagers are not treated mm -hmm. and they're not diagnosed. Yeah. Because when people don't allow those feelings to be validated mm -hmm. and they just kind of like avoid the topic because it is... It could be considered taboo. Yeah. Like, oh, we don't usually talk about... Mm -hmm. But that's another thing with the stigma. Like, in thinking that mental health is taboo, that is just harmful to every individual who suffers mm -hmm. in silence. So in breaking that stigma and talking about it, that honestly would do a lot more good to all the people out there who are quiet about how they feel. And yeah. It's important to open up and work through these processes in a healthy way. Yeah. And for those so. who don't know, a stigma is just a particular reason as to why something is looked down upon or considered disgraceful. Mm -hmm. Another stigma is around men and how they're not expected to feel emotions, but they have to be strong. And in fact, while we were researching, um, we found out that a lot of men don't seek for treatment, but they keep it to themselves and that's why suicide rates are the highest in men for men yeah something like 
in society, generally, men showing emotions, it makes them appear less masculine, which yeah. obviously isn't true because emotions are a natural human exactly. experience. It's not particular to a certain type of person. Yeah, exactly. Because emotions are for everybody. Everybody mm-hmm. has emotions. And so... Um, in society, telling men not to express their emotions or, like, in a healthy yeah. way in order to keep them bottled up to appear strong and tough, mm-hmm. that's just detrimental to yeah. their mental health. And, honestly, it can also be detrimental to those around yeah. them because if, like, you know somebody who's keeping everything in, how are you supposed to help them? And then yeah. that could cause them to act a certain way because mm-hmm. they have no outlet, mm-hmm. and then that also affects others around them. So I guess yeah. what I'm trying to say is toxic masculinity just kind of sucks for everybody. Yeah. Also, yeah. like, it's basically just telling them that they shouldn't act as humans, yeah. which they are, so it's, like, weird. So it's completely normal, whoever you are, wherever you are. It doesn't really matter who you are because emotions are literally normal human things. Emotions yeah. are normal and, and natural. Natural and you know, expressing your emotions again in a healthy way because there's a certain there are healthy ways to express them and unhealthy ways to express them. Mm-hmm. But I think the point here is that it's important to express your emotions no matter who you are. Yeah. Like emotions are normal. And mm-hmm. it's, a, it's just a process of learning how to and, like, finding the best outlet yeah. that works for you in a way that's, like, productive and... Yeah. Like, not harming yourself, mm-hmm. but uh, at the same time, not harming the people around you. Like. Yeah, of course. I guess what we're trying to say is we, we stand individuals who express their emotions in a healthy way. Yeah. That's just standable. Yeah. We stand. We stand. We stand. If, if, <laughs> and if you don't feel like you can express your emotions, you can. Well, like, I think it's it's very hard to yeah. express your emotions. It, it depends on the circumstance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, for example, if you are around people that you don't know, of course it will be harder yeah. to express your emotions, but... When you're around people that you trust, yeah. then you can feel more comfortable yeah. and express yourself. Yeah. It's a matter of who you trust to talk to, talk to mm-hmm. and a matter of how comfortable you feel. Like, obviously, if you feel like expressing your emotions to a particular person wouldn't end up very well, then obviously you need to do what is most comfortable. But just know that it's important to not deny yourself. Yeah. Invalidate yourself. Don't invalidate yourself. Yeah. Just at Chatsworth, there there are a lot of people I feel like you can trust. Yeah, and they're willing to listen to you. And staff are very willing to (laughs) help you, at least from our experiences. Yeah, I don't know why they wouldn't be. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. It's a very nice, caring community, Mm -hmm. and I agree. Stress and anxiety. These are like subsets of mental health. Yeah. They're like different aspects of mental health within mental health. Yeah. And they're really yeah, exactly. actually very prevalent Again, in mental health. Venn diagrams. Venn diagram. Yeah. Yes, you've got the mental health as a whole. Yeah. And then, and then within mental health, it's the, the mental health is the yeah. three Venn diagrams. 
And then within the three Venn diagrams is stress and anxiety. Yeah, like in the middle part where everything. Yeah, so is the connected. middle part is the biggest part. Yeah. Because there's so much overlap. Mm hmm. But anyways, if you guys want a visual, just come find us during lunch or break, and we'll just draw one up for you. Yeah, oh, we will put it in and our And we'll stories. sign it. Yeah, we'll put yeah. it on our stories, and you can sell it on eBay. So stress and anxiety are completely normal. Yeah. You will feel them sometimes, usually not as a super high severity, mm -hmm. for a long, elongated period of time. Yeah. Not in, like, a huge amount. It's more, like, sporadic. Yeah, for sure. But, however, if you don't manage your stress or anxiety, if it's not managed properly, mm -hmm. it can last a long time, which can yeah. be, like, really detrimental. Yeah, that's the problem, right? Yeah, detrimental not, to yeah. a person's functionality. Yes, exactly. So, we've all, I'm sure we've all felt super anxious or stressed, especially when you have, like, assignments due that we haven't done, and it's supposed to be turned in the next day yeah. and you haven't even started and you know yeah, like, <laughs> like sorry miss queenie <laughs> no just kidding we got it yeah got it like, turned in today yeah exactly like i mean like it's okay because okay. it happens we have so many things to manage in our lives that we can lose track of yeah. what we need to do and sometimes okay i think everyone does it procrastinate oh everyone yeah. procrastinates that's Maybe. a real problem. I think most people procrastinate, yeah, most I should people. say. Or at least once in their life. At they least are. once you have procrastinated. That's, For sure. That's reasonable. It's something, right? Yeah. It could have I been like so. even like a day. Procrastinate a day. Maybe you had to yeah. like clean your room. Yeah, So exactly. you wait the next day. If that's still procrastinating, mm -hmm. it's not too bad. If that's the worst procrastination you've done, then I applaud you. That is impressive. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> But it's really hard, especially once you've started procrastinating, it's really hard to stop procrastinating. Yeah, exactly, because you, you kind of enter that mentality that you have to, you like, have this routine. Whenever I procrastinate, and I actually, like, finish and, like, do it, and I don't, like, fail, that doesn't make me want to stop procrastinating, because I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. it worked. Yeah, exactly. So then that, I think that starts to work for me. But in reality, it's just not a good way to do things. It's not yeah. organized properly. I mean, and then that can contribute, again, to your to stress, stress as yeah. the tasks build up and you're like, what do I do? It's overwhelming yeah. at times. Yeah, exactly. Imagine if you have three tasks on a day and you need to study for them equally to pass, right? But And you had a week to prepare. You're, you're going to probably think that you have a lot of time, so you're going to procrastinate. But then the day before, you're like, oh, I have three subjects to study. And that's when you get very stressed, overwhelmed, so you might end up not studying one subject and fail, right? Yeah. Or even if you don't, then is it really worth it going through the stress? No, but we do it anyway. Yeah, which is not good. Yeah. Especially with, like, IB. If you're not in IB yet, and you will be someday, the, the, <laughs> the advice that us as, like, we're, like, two months into this, yeah, already the advice that other people have given us to be, like, don't procrastinate, just get your stuff done when you get it. I can tell you it's true, and it's been, like, two months. Yeah, exactly. It hasn't been that bad, but still, it would have been a lot better. Mm -hmm. Maybe I had been a little bit more on top of things. Like, yeah. I wasn't bad this this quarter, mm -hmm. but I wasn't good. 
it's yeah, a, it's a mix. I mean, I feel like we kind of always do better, but for being the first quarter, we did so so good. Yeah, for the first quarter, just it's like, it's also like not being too hard on yourself. Yeah. Because again, if you're being hard on yourself for being stressed or for not doing something, that's just going to that's, make you feel worse. I think it's again a lot of that interconnection between different topics, how one thing can lead to another and vice versa. Uh-huh. Procrastination can lead to stress, and stress can lead to procrastination. And also, like, anxiety is something that comes, like, from the stress that you have and how you react to the stress. Because, like, you might be scared of being stressed. <laughs> and yeah, and I know it sounds funny, anxious. but it's actually like that. Yeah, that's, that's happened. Mm-hmm. So, again, mentioning that stress and anxiety, it's really it's kind of a little bit hard to like differentiate between the two because they are very similar Mm -hmm. something that i found while we were researching for this is that in some like more severe cases they can actually have the same symptoms like shown such as maybe like headache and easiness tension high blood pressure loss of sleep or others yeah which is very interesting because if there's actually a physical reaction when you are anxious or stressed yeah. Uh, but one thing that we found out was that stress is generally a response to an external cause, yeah. such mm-hmm. as deadlines or studying mm-hmm. or assignments, and those can generally be solved by tackling the, what you have yeah. to, what is causing you stress. Mm-hmm. But like anxiety, in in a person specific reaction, it's a person specific reaction to stress. So it's caused by uh, internally, like from inside of yourself yeah because this thing that is causing you stress is outside but your response to the stress is inside and that is anxiety it also Mm -hmm. in being a person specific reaction it means that no two person has the exact same reaction there could be a lot of overlying similarities but in overall it's just everybody kind of reacts to anxiety differently yeah and reacts to stress I should say Everyone reacts to stress differently. It yeah. varies. Yeah, exactly. Like, it doesn't mean that, for example, when I'm stressed, I I get headaches. It doesn't mean that Avery, if she feels stressed, she's going to get headaches. Like, it's not going to be the same. Mm-hmm. It could be, but it doesn't mean that it's she. Yeah, it's, it's not like, guaranteed. Yeah, guaranteed. Something I found that my... Whenever I react to stress, I found that there are certain things that kind of reoccur, mm-hmm. and I would like to share these with you today because I think it's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Also, like to compare with other like. With it. Yeah, I think it's so interesting to like compare. Mm-hmm. Oh, how do you? What are your like anxious reactions? What yeah. are my? Not saying that we have anxiety like, necessarily, no. but yeah. we all, everybody has an anxious reaction. Yeah, reaction to stress. Mm-hmm. Not that we have an anxiety disorder, but that we... Yeah, because an anxiety disorder is more like... Constant. Constant. Like, it keeps coming. Also, disclaimer. Ongoing. We're not, like, we don't have a degree in this topic. So don't self-diagnose from what we're saying, Mm because everybody's different. And it doesn't mean that the symptoms are caused by the same problem, right? Because yeah. headaches could be a result of various problems. Dehydration. Yeah. Haha, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, that doesn't mean that if you have an headache, 
then you have anxiety and stress. It's different for everyone. If you if you feel like any of these apply to you, maybe you could talk to someone else because yeah. Just because we say that doesn't necessarily mean it's true for you. Yeah, exactly. It's important to know we don't want to be sued. <laughs> yeah. So something that I found that as I react to stress, that I often, like, physically move around. Like, I will move my arms in this weird flailing movement. It's like fanning. It's this It's this really weird arm yeah. gesture that I do. Moving a lot, With my yeah. hands and my arms. Sometimes my uh, foot is super bouncy, like, moving... Um, yep. I'll start laughing at times, uh-huh. very randomly. Like, if I see something and it, like, shocks me, yeah. and then I start to feel that, like, anxious feeling, I'll, like, laugh, but it's also mm-hmm. mixed with, like, super heavy breathing, and it's yeah. it's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, like, that sarcastic laugh that you're yeah. not actually laughing because it's funny, but because, like, panic. Yeah, like. panic. You don't know how to react, yeah. so you just laugh. And mm-hmm. I think that just tells you everything you need to know about my personality. Um, I feel like nice. sort of like butterflies in the stomach. So oh my yeah, I feel stomach feels too. super tight. Uh-huh. And it literally feels like it's tightening up. I do this um, gesture with my hands to like show how my stomach feels. Yeah. It's just like, like wrapping my fingers around and curling and tightening. Yeah, like getting a piece of paper and, and crunching it up. Yeah. I imagine it as like twisting a rope. Oh, yeah. For yeah, some that's reason, you. that's how I visualize it. Yeah, like, taking your stomach Yeah, literally, yeah. like, yeah. yeah, it's very weird. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I have an unexplainable urge to just cry. Yeah, I, I guess that that could be, like, frustration. It could be frustration or build-up emotion. Yeah. You don't know exactly if this is anxiety, but I found that a lot of times that I am sort of panicked, this is just how I feel Yeah, a little bit. Like, if I'm anxious about something, usually these are some, like, common like trends that I find mm-hmm. about how I'm feeling at the moment of course yeah. again another problem with me is I never know when I am anxious mm-hmm. or when I'm not I feel like I should be anxious when I'm not or I'm anxious should. when I don't think I am yeah. so it's very it's very confusing mm-hmm. but these are just some things that I've noticed maybe not when I'm anxious or but often when I'm stressed or mm-hmm. other things yeah like uh, for example I don't know if it happens to you as well, Ari, but like when I'm under stress, I I don't perform as well in tasks, cause like um, I feel anxious, so I can't focus anymore on the on the task that I'm doing. But I start thinking about other stuff, and I'm like, oh no, I should be focused on the task, or like playing. I I usually play with my um, watch or a hair tie or a pen or. Or another thing is bouncing my leg, or as we talked about it before, just uh, the tightness in the stomach and like butterflies. Or also, I've noticed that I touch my hair a lot. Yeah. Like, play with them. I play with them more than usual. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like, I, I play with them, I usually change my hairstyle like yep. too Five many times, times a day. Yeah. But, um, yeah, if I'm stressed, I, I will play with them too much. I don't know why I'm bouncing. Yeah, right now. now you're bouncing your leg now. We all have different reactions to stress, different, like, things we do when we are stressed or when mm-hmm. we're anxious. Like, yes. when I'm anxious, I feel like I just kind of close off a little. Uh-huh. Like, you yeah. know when you're like, 
I don't know what to do, and so I'm just gonna avoid everybody. Or when you have to go like confront somebody about something, oh and you just get this kind of like nervousness. Like it's yeah. a lot of time it's inexplicable. Yeah, exactly. Like, I have no idea why I feel that way because it's especially when it's like somebody I trust. When I'm going yeah. to talk to somebody who, like I know, doesn't isn't going exactly. to like be mad at me or yeah. hate me after. Uh-huh. Which is why it's so weird when you feel certain ways and you're like. Why? Yeah. You did this for, for what? what? <laughs> <laughs> but why though? So yeah, I think it's very important to uh, get help. If, don't underestimate your problems. Like your feelings are valid, and if you if you're not feeling well, you should seek for help. Yeah. If you if you feel like you're under too much stress, yeah. or you feel anxious if you um obviously don't look up your symptoms because it'll tell you you have cancer or whatever (laughs) but like if you feel maybe some of the things we mentioned or other things where it just isn't a good feeling yeah it's always good to talk to somebody about it maybe somebody like with experience like uh if you feel overwhelmed like every single day of your life like every single second most days yeah yeah maybe you could talk about it with someone that you trust yeah and the best person the best people to talk to is probably like trusted adults yeah parents teachers other people you trust yeah because they're they're usually the people who um care and want to look out for you yeah exactly because we're still young and So, like, you can talk to your friends, obviously, if you yeah. really, if you just need to be like, oh, I feel like this, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Like, it's always good to talk about it with friends. Also, it makes for interesting conversations if yeah. it's, like, <laughs> if you want to make a podcast about it, you know. But yeah. also, I think it's also really important if you do want to talk to your friends about it, it's really mm-hmm. important to ask them if they're willing to talk about it, too. Yeah. If they're in the right mindset. mindset. Yeah, exactly. Because it, it could be really hard for other people because... Yeah. You never know what they're going through, Yeah, you never right? know what they're struggling with. Yeah. So, like, dealing with somebody's... Like, it's always good to have someone to talk to, someone mm-hmm. who will listen to you. Yeah, But exactly. it's also important to take into consideration their struggles because yeah. maybe they're not in the right mindset, they're not in the right, like, frame of mind mm-hmm. to actually be able to, like, listen to your problems or whatever is happening yeah. appropriately because, you know, they could be going through similar things or something completely different. And so it's just important to take into account their feelings. But generally, parents, again, young people, when you're younger, your brain isn't fully developed. So that's why there's a lot of room for that, like, mental health issues. To occur. To occur, yeah. And then once you get older, like, obviously, mental health issues are more prevalent. But you've had more time to deal with it. Yeah. It's better to take it from the start. So you, you can, like, kind of stop it. As soon as you can and control it. Even if there are adults who do still have kind of like mental health problems, which is totally fine. Yeah. Um, they might be able to like help. Like, oh yeah, I experienced something similar. But I feel like adults should be in a better frame of mind to handle this sort of thing. They Mm -hmm. have more experience. Again, yeah, like you just barely said more (laughs) wisdom. Yeah, they're wise. They're wise. Wiser. Wiser. Yeah, there we go. They're wiser. (laughs) And, I don't know. And even if they can't help, they probably know more people who can. Yeah, exactly. Versus, like, forcing it all on your friends. Like, of course, talk to your friends, but 
it's important to be aware. Yeah, that when is the time to talk to them? Yeah, exactly. Because like you can express your problems to your friends, but then they can help to a certain exact extent. Yeah, and also it's important to know that sometimes people aren't always looking for answers; they just want someone to listen to, to them. Yeah. That's true. But if you do want somebody else to listen to you, yeah. Miss Fisher is always here. Always there. She's, she's really awesome. nice and friendly. We stand Miss Fisher. Yeah. She's really she's really nice and friendly. Friendly. Blinking even approved. approved. Trademark. <laughs> so she's always there and yeah. she she's willing to help anyone, really. Mm-hmm. That's so true. It's really nice. Just send her an email if you have any problem that she'll be willing to meet with you just talk and yeah and again if you feel awkward just remember it's okay because mental health is something that everyone deals with everybody probably has at least some struggles at some point in their life mm-hmm. everybody's different and just everybody deals with it like emotions are normal it's but if you and they're valid. So yeah. you need, if you want to talk about it, just having someone there is always great. Mm-hmm. And don't feel weird about it because there's nothing to yeah, break the stigma. Yes. <laughs> it, there's nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Also, like, I feel like everyone has their way to calm themselves and relax. Mm-hmm. If you want to do it, like, individually. Yeah, like, for example, is meditation. And like reading, listening to music, mm-hmm. drawing, just something that you can take that time for yourself, that mm-hmm. mindfulness time. Yeah. And just kind of like realize what works best for you and how you can just kind of unwind, just kind of yeah. get rid of the stresses for a minute mm-hmm. because they won't disappear, but just taking time to just step back yeah. and like be yourself. For a little bit and all that it'll be okay yeah. it's just it's important to be balanced in your life and to spend time yeah. doing things you like and know that people care mm-hmm. exactly I, I care i care if you have a problem don't hesitate to ask an adult or just email miss fisher she's always there ready to help you before we end this episode we would like to leave you all with the fact of the day. Did you know that we as humans seem to ignore the people who adore us and pay more attention to those who ignore us? Thank you for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please follow our Instagram account at Bunka and Eve underscore bees. And stay tuned for more episodes to come.